Hello friends and welcome. Thank you so much for tuning into the creative process for busy people. I'm your host Stephanie and this is Karina and we're so glad that you decided to take some time out of your busy day just to get inspired and motivated and ready for the weekend. And we know there's so many options out there for podcasts. We're just so happy that you're here and that you chose us to be part of your life for this upcoming weekend. All right, so take a seat, sit back and relax and our new episode starts now. I'm actually excited about this episode because I feel like I need it. I need to hear it. <laughs> you need to hear it. Ooh. I need to hear it. Yes. What do you need to hear? What what would what pray tell would you like to share to, that needs to be heard? Well, um so this is the thing. I have I feel like my brain never shuts down. Even when I'm sleeping, I don't know if you had this feeling before, like you just have so many thoughts and ideas and I wish I could just turn them off for the amount of hours that I'm sleeping, but no, they're always there. So I'm always thinking like, oh, I want to do this or how do I do that? Or I need to do this thing and I haven't even get started. Um, so this is news, why we were like... Flash. you're what? a creative person. <laughs> That's why our brains never... It just my never shuts shut out. Up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's always there. It's like a little voice is right here in my ear. Like Karina, you are doing this, or you were telling yourself you're gonna start this and you haven't. Um, so like, are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's right. Do it. Let's and start. I guess Let's go. Let's it's go. always a question of like, okay, how do I do this? How do I get there? And this is why I'm excited about this episode because today we're gonna talk about organizing your ideas. Ta da. And I think this will be very applicable for anything in life. Yes. Not just a creative project. Absolutely. So, yes, I agree. So let's let's talk to our lovely listeners. You now discovered something new, our new hobby that you would like to dive into, but you don't know where to start. I feel yeah. like I should have infomercial playing music playing. It's right okay. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um but it's like, where do you start? What do I do? How do I do this? How? Yes, the how. how. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing is how. I would definitely suggest research. Research, research, research. Especially if it's a hobby that's on the pricier side and you don't know mm. like, if you're going to like it or not. Oh, YouTube my God. I Wait, I, I have friend. to say something. Yes, yes, <laughs> please. Now you say YouTube and prices. I recently told you. Hey Steph, I would like to start doing soap making. Yes. <laughs> and you I did. think <laughs> I think I haven't shut up since then. I keep telling you I want to do soap making. I want to try this and I'm following all these creative people and uh, these small businesses of soap. Um, and I'm so tempted, but it's actually pretty pricey. So when you were talking about like do some research, I did. I did some research. I was like, what things do I need to buy? Because yes. I thought, mm, maybe I have some of these things already in my house, in my kitchen. Um, nope. Turns out I don't have anything. So I need to buy everything from scratch. Oh, and my goodness. It is, it is a pretty expensive hobby if you're not going to sell your product. So if you're into soap making, let me know. I'm very interested. <laughs> yes, please tell us. <laughs> please tell us. I mean, us. She, would like, she genuinely would love to learn how I to do. I do want soap. to learn, but it is pricey. So yeah, I did my research. Anyway, go on. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Um, 
YouTube is your friend, anything, the library is your friend. Yes, I said the library as a child. What is I, that? I know. What <laughs> is the library? Is that is that, that place with computers? I'm sure what my son w- doesn't know what that is. Oh, my goodness. Like, people go to the library. It's a wonderful place. It's so um, good. When I when I was a, when I was a wee lad in high school, <laughs> I want and I was all into America's Funniest Home Videos because like every kid, I want to win like a trip to Disney World from America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna get a camera and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. And I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what camera to get. I didn't know how much it was gonna cost. I don't know what materials I needed. So what I do, I looked it up in a book. Yes, the internet existed as well. But I'm sorry, I'm just, yeah. But we had dial-up, and it sounded like a dinosaur. So mm-hmm. you can't do that much research when all I'm doing is just playing like little internet flash games. So yes, go to the library, or use you, or use YouTube, or Reddit. There's so many forums that you can talk to people anonymously on. Just be nice to them. I like that. I think after you do your research and you sort of know what you're getting into, hopefully you have a pretty good idea of what you're getting into. Um, For me, another thing I do to organize my ideas is to write everything down. And I don't know how this would work for some people, but for me, I need to write it somewhere visible and big. It's not just enough to write it in a little piece of paper in my agenda or my schedule, journal, whatever. Um, I, in my office, I just write it in my, in my wall. Like I have a bulletin board and I just put everything there. And I know I do not take it down until I'm done with it, until I know I did it and it's completely finished. And before I had my office, I, I didn't have an actual like cubicle or anything but I had a bench where I did all my experiments but what? I had a window I had a window That's so <laughs> um, nice. a pretty big window actually um, so we used to use our dry erasers or markers yeah dry erase uh, markers yes thank you okay. um, and we used to write everything on the window experiment wise all the to-do list like point bullet points and okay I need to do this this is how many things I need and that would help me keep track of everything because I easily forget the small details. Oh yes. We and are human. yes. And it would also put that pressure on my shoulders. Like, okay, it's there. It's, it's staring at me. I need to get this done. So I know that was more for research purposes, but even when I'm doing a project, I, I really need to write it down and see it so I can also feel accomplished once I finish one step and you can take it one step at a time and it will help you track your progress which is something we talk about in the first episode yeah always and from doing that you can see how much you grow um I would also say suggest advise that let's say your hobby or your talent or your skill that you want to learn involves uh like which you say was soap, buying new products, buying certain materials. Um, I would suggest that, you know, all, in continuation to research, uh, watch reviews of other people who's also reviewed those said products. 
I like, for example, I like to sometimes color with the Copic markers and they're alcohol-based marker. They're beautiful. I love them, but they are hega expensive. Yes, they are. I was so glad when you let me borrow yours. <laughs> <laughs> and right now my sister is holding them hostage. Because I still don't have any. Books. Yes. Yes. She's doing coloring books, but um, there are there are people who've already purchased other types of markers, and they're already willing to say like, "Hey, I bought this one, but this is just as budget friendly, and it still gets the same thing going for you." So you could work with that, and then if you find that you like it more, then maybe eventually you'll want to evolve into the higher end products. I like that. I think along those lines, I. I wrote down, I need to talk to people, or find people who has done something similar to what I'm trying to do, because the chances that I'm gonna have to troubleshoot something are pretty high. And right. again, we're busy people; we don't have all the time in the world <laughs> to to spend or dedicate to this thing that we're trying to do in our creative process. So it's easier when you find somebody who already went through the troubleshoot. And you right. don't have to, you don't have to face that headache and time-consuming phase of, okay, this didn't work. Let me go back, try this again. Let me change that other thing. It's so much easier when you when you already found. Again, this is part of doing your research, and this is just part of what, what you were saying. But it's so much easier when you already know what potential problems or setbacks or challenges you might get into. So you're, you're already anticipating those things and how to troubleshoot them. Um, and this, this applies to everything. I, I, I keep thinking about my experiments. We always read about these essays and these protocols and I try to find somebody who already did it and may have a, an advice or like, what is the right temperature? And is this really the, the time of incubation and stuff like that? And in, in the case of the creative process or a project, for the soap making, I was reading reviews and looking at these tutorials of people who had uh, troubles with the curing time of the soap, how it might take more days than the protocol or the instructions say. Wait, soap has to cure? Of course. Well, if you're doing the cold process, it has to cure. So once you put it, you pour it into the mold, it may take up to 48 hours to cure. But it also says that you have to let it dry for several weeks before you actually use it. So these are all things that I start learning. And it's, it's, it's really interesting because some people had problems with the time that it takes for the soap to cure based on the composition of the soap, like how many oils you have, what is the melting temperature of those oils and stuff like wow, that. Um, I have no idea. See? <laughs> and Research. I'm, I know. And I'm so, I'm very, very interested in the soap making. I'm telling you. By, maybe by the next episode, you're going to hear me say, hey, I bought all this stuff. I, I already started making soap. Well, guess <laughs> yeah. what? Try I, my soaps. I can just get it off my mind. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a, there's a lot of troubleshooting in the soap making business and other other areas as well, not just soap making. Um, but it's always helpful to find somebody who already went through that problem or trouble and, and learn from that so you don't have to do it yourself. Yes. And definitely when you're going through organizing your ideas be patient with yourself it's not going to be perfect on the first go round it's probably not going to be perfect the second go round or the third or the fourth or the fifth and the wonderful thing about it is 
is that from being patient with yourself, this is me talking also to myself, that um, you will grow because you learned what works and you also learned what didn't work. And sometimes we have to learn what didn't work multiple times. That's the worst part because <laughs> you, yeah. you're like so frustrated by it. I mean, hopefully you don't get to that point, but most of us will get to that point eventually <laughs> doing when you're trying something new. Um, or even if it's not new, maybe something you've been doing for years, like baking. I feel like you can make a cake multiple times, but if something really minor happens, the whole recipe can yes. get completely ruined and your cake is not going to be the same. Yes. And it, yeah, that's why I'm saying it's not just like something new. It could happen to something that you already know how to do, but surprises may happen and then you will have to troubleshoot that as well. Right. Your program so might be crash. patient. Yes. Oh, your program might crash. Yes, your program might crash. <laughs> your, uh, when I first got my silhouette cutting machine and I could not figure out for the longest time why it wasn't connecting to my computer via Bluetooth. I was like, what is the problem? So went through forums upon forums, upon YouTubes, upon forums and more forums. Then I actually had to call the company and be like, what, why is this happening? I had to update my computer. That was it? <laughs> that was one of them. That was okay. one of the problems. But yeah, it's something that you probably didn't think of. You probably thought there was something wrong with the actual machine. Yes. Yeah. And then my machine was actually cutting my cutting mats in half. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was putting too much pressure on them for the, the cutting pressure. And it was actually cutting the mats. So I was like, oh, well, I had to figure that out. And then there were times where I was cutting paper, but it wasn't cutting deep enough. So I had to, it was taking me more time getting the paper off of the, the sticky cutting mat. And I had to finagle it, all the settings with so many different ways. I actually wrote all the settings down that when I'm cutting certain products, I have it posted on the cutting machine. So I'm like, okay, well, I know that it's this type of paper. I need to cut it with this weight with this depth and with this speed. I've seen it and it's actually really impressive. It's like your own protocol for how to use your silhouette. It's amazing. It is. I love it. I think you should take it. a picture of that and just share it on Instagram. Oh yeah. You know what? I should. You I should. Do that. Just put I your name. So copyrights, you know, but this I is think mine. you should. <laughs> yes, it's yours. Um so another thing uh I would also Say, um, when you're starting this organizing of your ideas, block a section of time. And we also said this before with, um, we said this before when it was time for you to start getting into your new hobby and starting that habit, block out a time, put it in a calendar, say like for this amount of time, I'm going to try to figure out how to make a zipper pouch, or I'm going to figure out how to read the aperture and the f-stop and adjusting that and take photos, digital photos manually instead of using the full auto settings. So, yes. I like that. And you know that I have something um, that I wrote that could go along those lines. I usually make a quad chart. And this is something that I learned writing grant proposals for the army. <laughs> they made us... They also... <laughs> 
oh my gosh, words. They make me do quad, quad charts for every single project that we have, where we have to split the paper or the slide into four different sections. And we have one where we write our goals for the project, for the activity, what are the things that we're trying to accomplish. And we do another section where we put the timeline. And for me, that one is one of the most important ones because, again, I wish I had all the time in the world to do these things, but I don't. So I have to be really intentional about my time. How much time is this going to take overall? How much time is going to take me every day? Um, how many steps? Is there any particular day that I'm going to need more hours to do it just because of the process? Those are things that you have to anticipate so that they don't take you by, by surprise. Because when you don't organize yourself enough, this can be really stressful. You're going to start getting overwhelmed. You won't even stop doing it because you feel like you cannot do it. You just don't have the time. But truth is, you probably have the time. You just, not, you just need to organize yourself better and anticipate these things. And this is even like an experiment. Some experiments last four days. And there's one day in particular that you have to dedicate five hours straight. And then there's another day that you might start something for 10 minutes and just let it run for four hours. You don't do anything to it. You just let it sit, do its thing, and come back. There's things like that in the creative process as well. So That's very interesting. And, like, you have to do that for every project that you do? The quad chart? Yes. Yes, we do. We have to do a quad chart. And every time we present a proposal, we ha that's one of the main things that we have to present. Um because it's such easy, it's such an easy document to follow and read, and you you kind of get a really good idea of the whole concept in one single piece of paper. So that's how I I like to organize my ideas from now on, because I didn't I didn't do these things before because I learned it recently. But now that I know how to do it, it helps me now that I have my Instagram, that I'm trying to be more intentional about my posts, my drawings the the episodes that we are doing together it helps me write these things down in like a quad chart form and have a timeline um so maybe stephanie you and i should sit after this episode yes I and have to know more about this quad chart to make me more yeah. productive when i'm creating have things. a quad chart you can print it you can put it on your wall i don't know in your bedroom somewhere where you think it's going to be really helpful and visible um, and another thing that I have in the quad chart is the materials that we're going to need. And you already covered that one, so I'm not going to really go more into that. Right, And then right. prioritize. Um, for me, that's also important because, unfortunately, you cannot have it all at the same time. Oh, but I want it all. I know, we want it all, but we're humans. We cannot have it all. <laughs> Maybe you can, but not all of it at the same time. And right. it's, it's so important for us to prioritize. If you have more than one idea, let's say you have three ideas, they're all super different. Which one do you really want to do now? You have to prioritize and you, you have to give yourself time to breathe and grow in each of those areas if you really want to do them all. Um, and I think this was one of the things that we already talked about, like when you're trying to create a habit and you're starting small and then you eventually start evolving and growing. This is also part of organizing your ideas. And in my case, I had so many. Like and this if you, is where the quad chart comes And this play. is where the quad chart is so important because I want to do so many things. And I have, I have things that I want to start doing 
that is not just soap making um, <laughs> that I need to really talk about with my husband. And Oh, that's a good point. And I didn't Ooh. write it down. Talk to the people who's going to be affected by your ideas. I wish I wrote that down. Um, it just occurred to me that in my case, obviously, I have family. So if I have a bunch of ideas and I'm going to have to prioritize my time and organize myself, you have to make sure that the people at home are backing you up. Because this yes. is also part of not feeling stressed about it. You want to feel supported. You want to feel like what you're doing is it's a smooth thing. You're enjoying your creative process. So please in, get your people involved in the sense that just let them know what you're doing. Make sure that they're okay with that. Um, and I, I say that especially for people with kids and with spouses. Because it's such an important component of, of who you are as a creative individual. That was really, really good. <laughs> Thank you, Steph. You're uh, welcome. I have one more, but I don't know if you have another one. So did I, did I re refresh my memory? Did I say to watch tutorials? Yes, you did. I did. Yep. Okay. So I have I one. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did talk about the tutorials. And I think tutorials are just doing research goes hand in hand. And we did mm. talk about those things. Um, part of doing your research for me, is having a savings jar because, yes. like you said, some of these hobbies are expensive. Yes. Um, so for me, I need to budget everything. My husband and I sit at the beginning of each month and we do our monthly budget. This is where we sit down and we talk about, okay, how much money are we going to spend this month for for food and, you know, the bills right. and all this stuff. And if we want to have space to create, and again, we have full-time jobs, so we are not like, we don't have a studio where we're doing this 24-7. Uh, we have to be realistic about the, the time that we're investing and then the money that we're investing. So I always have this conversation with my husband and says like, okay, I want to try this. This is how much I need. Can we afford this now? If we cannot afford it, I have to start saving or I need to find ways to make that side money for me to get the things and the materials that I need. That is a very good point to bring because I need a new computer and I need to save. Yes, you do. <laughs> I do. And I want a behemoth of a computer because I've been through multiple laptops and granted I saved for the laptops, but now I just want a big daddy of a computer. Go for it. You deserve it, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And then the last point that I wanted to bring is, for me, it helps to visualize what I'm going to do. So I have a vision board. And that could be Pinterest. <laughs> right. You can just go on Pinterest, find the stuff that you're trying to, to learn, the things that you want to explore, and have a board where you can pin all of, all of your ideas. And if you're not into Pinterest, I encourage you to either draw it yourself or print the things that you are going to do put it somewhere where you can see them similar to the quad chart but it's still a little bit different because in this case you're seeing the finalized product you're seeing that thing that you are going to work so hard to finish and to accomplish so i even saw this idea for vacations let's say your dream trip is to go to italy Ooh yes you have your saving jar you're just putting all this money you have your fashion, you have your clothes ideas, <laughs> You have all of that. So you can go to Pinterest and, you know, paint all of this stuff. Or you can 
put it somewhere in your kitchen, your living room, and have a huge vision board that says Italy 2021 or 2022. And this is, you can put the stuff like the pictures of the places you want to visit, the type of food you want to try. And I think that's a good motivation to keep yourself aligned and organized and just like, okay, I want to do this because because of this. This is my reason why. Um, So for me, when I'm drawing, I have already something in in mind that I want to try to do. So I have that final picture in my head and I do a quick sketch like, okay, this is how I want it to look to look like or if I'm drawing a portrait I have the photo of the person so that's like my vision board in that case Um, so for me it just helps having something visual to keep me focused and organized that's actually really a really good idea and like you said that also goes hand in hand with making it visual so it's in your face you it encourages you it puts the pressure on you to be like hey this is something that you want. This is something that you want to do. It's right here. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Yes. So this is all the notes that I have for this episode. You know, yep. I, I think we pretty much had like the same amount of notes <laughs> when, we ha- when we're having this conversation. But uh, yes, we uh, hope that this has inspired and motivated you to... Uh, really dive into organizing your ideas and making a plan for yourself because um, when you fail to plan, when you plan to fail, you fail to plan. Or did I say that backwards? I think it's backwards, my friend. Oh, my, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. This when me... you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Oh, okay. Yes, that's okay. I got you. <laughs> I got you, my friend. I thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I, again, like Steph said, um, we just hope that this was helpful. And we want to see your creative process where we want to see how well you're doing with your projects, your hobbies. Um, I'm actually going to take this episode really seriously because I'm not joking about the soap making. <laughs> no, she's not. I am not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she's not. <laughs> so stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to The Creative Process for Busy People. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us some love in the review session. Share this episode with your friends, your family, and whoever other creative individuals that you may know. Also, you can go to our website at thecreativeprocesspod.com and share your experience as a creative person. And if you want to see our art or just get to know us a little bit better, go to our Instagram. You can follow Stephanie at AmuseSteph. And you can follow Karina at Karina.Negron.Art.